0: Everyone, it's Halloween girl. So today's podcast episode is going to be about some horror movies and their true stories behind them. So I will definitely start off with the first one, which is the Exorcist movie. Um, that is the very first horror movie that my mom ever watched, and it terrified her as a child and stuff. And I believe she had mentioned that that was her I guess I guess like the very first horror movie where she just started liking horror movies ever since then when she was a child and stuff and so that's the first movie she ever watched and that introduced her to horror movies and it's so cool too um her birthday is right around the corner And um, she's no longer here on this earth and stuff. So I definitely wanted to just, I guess, like, talk about, like, her first introduction to horror and just little things like that, I guess. And also talk about my favorite, kind of, like, similar of the Exorcist movie, the original, kind of, like, a similar movie. Not really. The one that I actually love too. Thought that would be kind of cool <laughs> to just talk about and stuff. So, the first one, The Exorcist movie. Um, so, apparently, that one, the true story behind that one, so it happened basically in between like 1949 and so basically, like a number of newspapers had reported an alleged possession. Exorcism of a boy known as Robbie. And so Robbie grew up in German in a Lutheran family. And after expressing an interest in the Ouija board, um, his spiritualist aunt Harriet introduced him to one. It was after the death of his aunt that the family began experiencing seemingly like paranormal activity in the house and just different things that would happen in there. So it kind of ranged from vibrations, strange noises, flying objects, and levitation. So, um, apparently, I guess like the first stage of classical possession is infestation. And it was used um, in the novel before the full possession of Reagan, um, the violent uh, voice. Displayed by Reagan in the movie is also inspired by the descriptions of Robbie's possession. So that was really interesting to me. Um, I do love that, and a lot of times um, in entertainment, movies and stuff, they definitely go based on like true stories or true experiences of you know different stuff and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so it's it's really interesting. Um, thought I would talk a little bit about that movie too um, so the next one I know not a lot of people actually don't maybe perhaps not like this movie. I watched this movie three times in when it when it first came out in theaters um, I watched it twice in a regular movie theater and the third one was in a drive-in theater and I was so excited um, it was so fun I went with. Um, a couple of my friends, and they were kind of into horror, but not really. But they just, I guess, they just like enjoyed my company because I was really excited about wa- rewatching it and stuff. And um, I actually have like this, not like, I guess, like ghost story, but it was after the last drive in theater movie experience with this movie that when we were all heading back home and away from the... We, we were just leaving the drive-in theater, and I remember we saw... And this was in New Braunfels, Texas, where the drive-in theater was, where they were playing this movie. And so um, a group of my friends, they were um, the drivers and stuff, and so they were dropping off people. But as we were leaving that theater, the drive-in theater, um, we saw, like, this, like, old man like crossing the highway but it didn't look like an old man it looked like seriously like the guy from the movie that we had just seen so that was really freaky and stuff and definitely a true experience and we were just like what was that like what did we all see and stuff and we were all just like let's get out of here, like, it's, it was already, like, 2 a.m. in the morning, I think, because they had, like, a late showing and stuff, so it was really crazy, so, um, yeah, so after that, it was, it was just wild, so, all right, so that movie is called The Conjuring 2, actually, um, so it's based on a true story, um, about, um, it had to do with, I guess, would say an exorcism, I would say. So apparently um, Peggy, which was the mother, um, she had I guess um, it was called the haunting of the Enfield home. Um, So it started happening, um, I guess like the events and stuff, happened on August 30, 1977. And it was on the night that her daughter, Janet, had told her that her brother's beds were wobbling and so the next evening um, she heard a loud noise from upstairs and she entered the children's bedroom and had seen a chest of drawers moving and she tried to stop the heavy oak chest as it moved toward the door Um, and she had also seen like this invisible force of some sort was trying to trap them in the room so um Apparently, um, the real Janet um, in the movie, I mean, well, yeah, the real Janet um, that isn't from the movie, she had said it started in the back bedroom and the chest of drawers moved and you can hear, like, shuff- shuffling and stuff. Um, and so, also, she also thought that maybe her siblings were making the noise, but her mother had told them to go to sleep, and so they were sleeping, and what was crazy is that um, apparently she said like her mother saw for herself that the chest of drawers were moving, so I'm not exactly, I know that she has done like interviews in the past on, um, you can definitely look those up and stuff she's done before and stuff, um, but I'm not exactly sure if she thought that or maybe her mom thought that, um, that they were probably just making noises and then seeing it for yourself, like, seeing the kids, like, actually in their beds and not moving the drawers and stuff, that would, that would be kind of scary for sure to see it in real life and stuff. Um, so, apparently, the knocking, too, also started, too. Um, it would fade in and out, and it ran down, like, the, the walls and stuff. So, it would, like, fry in the family and stuff like that. Um, and so, they ended up sleeping all in the same room with the light on. And so, a neighbor also claimed that when he went to the home to investigate, from, due to, like, the family's requests, like, hey, like, come and check this out kind of thing, maybe. Um, so, apparently, he had heard knocking on the wall and on the ceiling, leaving him frightened is is what the report said, that he was actually, like, scared and stuff. So, the knocking can be heard during Janet's actual interview that was conducted in the home. So, that's really interesting. Um, those interviews are very interesting, and I definitely do respect, like, different people's opinions and stuff, um, but yeah, I just definitely want to just, uh, make that disclaimer and stuff, just, I'm just basically, um, talking about that movie and the story behind the movie and stuff, um, and so, um, also, too, in the movie, um, Janet, the daughter, she apparently had risen from, she was, like, rising from, like, high in the air and stuff. Um, and then being, like, pinned against the ceiling. So, that didn't really happen according to, like, I guess, like, the interviews and stuff. But, there were actual photographs of, um, of her, like, levitating, um, only showing, like, a short distance above her bed. Um, and so, So I guess the movie, um, and in real life, it's definitely very different, but similar, um, but different. Um, So there was that. Um, Also, um, there were also people, too, that would support the family's claims by, like, you know, witnessing themselves and stuff. So a baker and a lollipop lady who were passing by outside had claimed to have seen Janet hovering above her bed as they looked through an upstairs window. The lady saw um, her like, I guess like spinning around and banging against the window. Um, And so Janet had also said in the interview that she thought she actually would break the window and go through it. Um, And there's of course audio tapes of the real Janet um, in the recording she, being, she can be heard conveying a message um, using like I guess like an eerie voice and a po- supposedly that was the voice of Bill Wilkins a man who had died in the living room of the house several years earlier just before um, and it was just before I guess he had gone blind too and then he had So he had passed away in the chair and in the corner downstairs. So you can be, um, so you can hear these um, audios. Um, These are like real audios from um, Janet when she was a little girl and stuff. Um, And also too, um, during the interview too, Janet had suggested that the idea of talking in a possessed voice may have been encouraged and planted in Janet's mind by paranormal investigator Maury Say, I think, um, when asked when the voices started, Janet said that one night uh, Maurice had told them, um, "All we need now is the voices to talk." Almost immediately following the suggestion, they did. The voices had mainly growled, barked, and made similar noises prior to this. Um, and she also said that she had felt a force that nobody understands. Um, I really, I really don't like to think about it too much. I'm not sure. The poltergeist was truly evil. It was almost as if it wanted to be part of our family, and it didn't want to hurt us. It had died there and wanted to be at rest. The only way it could communicate was through me and my sister, is what she had said um, in an interview with um, uh, Channel 4. did die, um, because there were a lot of questions like, is this really true and stuff? So, um, Bill's son, Terry, had confirmed that he did die in a manner similar to what Janet described when she was possessed, and Wilkins had passed away in an armchair downstairs after suffering a Also, Janet and her sister Margaret played with a Ouija board just prior to the start of the supernatural activity. Um, and also, too, which was really interesting, um, I guess, like the uh, security there in the UK had also signed like an affidavit to the effect that she had witnessed an armchair levitate approximately half an inch, and move close to four feet across the floor. In all, there were more than 30 witnesses to similar strange incidents in the home. In addition to furniture moving, they had supposedly witnessed objects flying around, cold breezes, physical assaults, pools of water, appearing on the floor, graffiti, and perhaps most um, incredibly matches igniting. Too. So, um, also after all of that, so the infilled, uh poster guys actually did quiet down. So the real Janet believes that it was a priest, um, a priest's visit in 1978 um, to the family's home um, that caused the haunting to calm down, and not the Warrens from like I guess um, based on the movie that they portray though the occurrences did not end completely i guess i know there's sometimes i guess just maybe like things that happen that can quiet down temporarily and stuff maybe um from what i was reading on the story and stuff so also um so peggy still heard noises in the house from time to time and janet's younger brother billy um who lived there until his mother passed, also, um, that had rem- had made a remark that you always felt like you were being watched. So, that's the end of that story, and just kind of, like, I guess, talking about the stories behind the movies that were made and stuff. It is really interesting, um, too, about the Warrens, because I know they had so many investigations, and it was really interesting to, of course, um, this movie um, in theaters and stuff and it's it's really interesting and I think um, that's really cool that they were able to of course um, I guess maybe shed lights on different things that people experience in real life and try to I guess see the light at the end of the tunnel be there that things, I know things happen in life, and, um, and hopefully everything works out, um, in, in a positive way and stuff, so yeah, so this, um, this movie, I absolutely loved it so much, and, um, I was, I've been looking for this movie, actually, for a very long time, and I could not find it anywhere, and I actually joined a giveaway, um, my area that were giving away, like, free horror movies and stuff, and one of them was The Conjuring 2, and I was like, oh, I need to enter this giveaway, like, I really, really want it, and I actually want it, and the lady um, came over to my house and gifted it to me, so I was really excited and stuff, and so, yeah, so I was I was really, really happy, and I felt like it was meant to be that way, like, getting it as a gift and winning it and a giveaway, and stuff, and so, yeah, this movie, I absolutely loved it, it's, it's really interesting, um, and I know so many people go through very similar experiences with that movie, and stuff, and the story behind it, um, but it is pretty cool that there are people that definitely are just, like, a leading hand in wanting to help in any way that when people, um, I guess, maybe don't see the same things, uh, like, in person stuff, but, um, there's, there's so much, so much stuff that, um, that does go on and stuff, and, um, it's really cool that there are people out there that, um, definitely want to help and, um, and help others and stuff like that, so I think, I think that's what it really, um, made me excited, I guess, watching this film and the Warrens and, like, I guess also their past investigations and stuff that I find very interesting and all of that, so, um, but it is also kind of cool, too, to, you know, kind of shed light on not just the Warrens, but other people, too, that, um, probably tried helping and stuff in that sense, and so, yeah, that was, that was really, um, cool and. So I hope y'all enjoyed that, and um, and of course, um, this is just um, just sharing um, the true um, stories behind these movies and the true stories with um, their experiences and stuff, and like I guess like similarities um, that are very also different um, from the true story and in the movie and stuff, and definitely do respect everyone's opinion and stuff, and. I'm not trying to, like, change anyone's opinion on the movie or real life or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so it's 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 really interesting. And um, if y'all definitely want to go and listen to those audios, I believe they're on YouTube, too. Um, and there's video interviews, too, I believe, um, that I think I have come across. And, um, yeah, so it's really interesting. So um, definitely go to watch if, um, if you want to <laughs> and stuff it is really spooky, I would say, so definitely be careful, (laughs) and stuff, um, so, yeah, so, um, I hope y'all enjoyed that, and, um, also, too, if you ever do need friends to talk to me about absolutely anything, you can reach me on my 7 Cups profile in the link description box below, and, um, don't forget to smile, and I hope you have a great weekend and week, and I'll look forward to y'all in my next episode and until then stay spooky i love you adios